0: I'd pee my pee in my wetsuit because I wasn't gonna take it down, but it also it felt awesome to do that. <laughs> it's a warm it so freaking cold, you know? Yeah. Because the wetsuits warm you by keeping the, the moisture against you and warming it, you know. Yeah. So I was actually over drinking just so I could pee in my wetsuit <laughs> and get that get that feeling of warmth. So you know you're having a bad day when you're looking forward to pee in your pants.
1: You're listening to the Run the Riot Podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the Run the Riot Podcast. This week, man, I just had a blast sitting down, getting to know Chase and Casey Hammond. I love our ultra community. Uh, Man, they're from uh, Northwest Kansas and uh, they are super involved in the ultra running community. And so uh, Chase and I start talking about our running backgrounds. Uh, We talk about the things that he's done. Uh, Him and I both shared the Moab 240 in 2020 and, uh, uh, spoiler alert, he finished, I didn't, you know that already, but anyway, um, we had fun comparing notes and talking about it, and this year, uh, man, he's just fallen in love with the longer distances, this year he's doing the Cocodona 250, and so we talk about that and his preparation for it, um, uh, but he and Casey, man, they put on races in Northwest Kansas, and, um, they 've got a brand new one coming out actually in Nebraska it's the cowboy two hundred man i'm excited to see this thing go off um and man they're they're putting their time and they're planning it right now and uh, I encourage you to check it out you you'll love hearing about it. It looks like a just really fun race, and I'm got that bad boy on my list I don't think I can fit it in this year, but it's going to be on my list um So not only that, but we talk about, uh, both of them got their, their master's degree in nutrition and they use their knowledge. Uh, they're coming up with products specifically for ultra endurance athletes. Uh, and so we get to talk about their, their, the products that they've developed and that they're selling too, man. So super informative and entertaining podcast, man. I know you're going to love it before we get started. uh, I'm going to be really quick with our sponsors. First, you got to check out the outlaw race series, uh, Man, the flagship is the Outlaw 100. Uh, man, that's in February, the 135 all the way down to the 5K. Yes, that is a 135 miler on a very tough course. Uh, but there's also the Flat Rock in Independence, Kansas. In fact, we talk about that uh, in this podcast. The Lake McMurtry Run, Greater Roadrunner Trail Run in Romano State Park, Flower Moon in Paul Huska in May. I'll be there running 50 miles. The Dark and Dirty in Wilburton. The Thunderbird in Norman in November. And uh, yeah, check these out. Go to www.outlaw100.com. Uh, Great races put on by ultra runners And they take care of their people Love it, love it We're also brought to you by Pure Tiva T-I-V-A uh, it's CBD it's specifically for recovery okay this stuff is made in the USA it's bioavailable uh, I take the Tiva tabs at night they help me to, to I just wake up feeling rested but but the flagship product the great products that they've got are some creams man when I pulled the muscle a few times when I was lifting a bunch I put the, uh, the their cream on my shoulders where I was having issues man talk about increase the healing time there's also a roll-on with a, a thousand milligram of broad spectrum cbd and it's got magnesium in it to help and in a nice delivery system it's a roll-on you shake it up and roll it and i used this uh for a while on my achilles when i was having trouble man it just works great so i encourage you to check it out go to tiva t-i-v-a dot the riot dot run, um and check out those products we are also brought to you by the Full Moon 50K. But well, it's not only a 50K, guys. It's a 25K, a 50K, and a 50 mile. And it is Saturday, July 16th and 17th in Perryville, Arkansas. You know what? It's hot in Perryville, Arkansas. And so it's at night. Um, very cool race, put on by awesome people. You bring your headlamp. There's probably gonna be glow sticks and all kind of stuff going on. It is a great race. It is a load of fun. It's tough because it's it's hot and it's humid, but but man, great people. Uh you you run with great people and they're great people putting on the aid stations, it's just a party out there in Arkansas. Um, to, to get 10% off, use the code RTR, that stands for Run the Riot, RTR2021, and you get 10% off, and you go to fullmoon50k.com to sign up. Proceeds from this race, as well as all donations, go to the Arkansas Ultra Running Cross Country Fund, and what that is, it, uh, it helps cross, high school cross country teams Fund equipment purchases in areas with a large concentration of low-income students, and it's also uh, it also goes to benefit the Logan Wilcoxon Memorial Fund. It benefits the Arkansas chapter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Uh, we're also brought to you by Exoskin. You know the products; they're awesome. They're made in the USA. I wear the Exo toes; they keep my feet happy. They have regular socks. I love the calf sleeves. Also, they also have arm sleeves, shorts, tights exo uh, underwear and shirts go to www.exoskin.us and use the code run the riot and last but certainly not least check out my people at runner's world runner's world tulsa go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com or Put that in your GPS when you're passing through Tulsa and stop by and take care of all your running needs, whether it be shoes or packs or socks or a treadmill with the altitude tent over it. Whatever you need, they've got it. So uh, and if they don't have it, they can order it for you, you know. So check out Runners World Tulsa. Awesome people. They know what they're talking about. Um Man, I think that is it. Well, let's let's we got a long conversation today. so buckle up. Let's get started with Chase and Casey Hammond. Right, today on the podcast, we got Chase and Casey Hammond. How are you guys doing?
0: Doing really well. Doing fantastic, man. Thanks for having
1: us. Yeah, glad for you. We got, like I said before we started recording, we got a lot to talk about, man. So I don't know. We'll just have, have to take a little while or, or talk fast or something. I don't know. Just- <laughs> we've,
0: got, we've got time. So yeah. <laughs> we going
1: to do? that sounds good. That sounds good. Well, so let's just start from, just from the beginning. Uh, where are you guys from?
0: Go ahead. Dear lady um, first.
2: I'm from Norton, Kansas, population like 3000.
1: OK, where, where where is that geographically in Kansas?
2: Northwestern Kansas, okay. we're about 15 minutes from the Nebraska border, about the third or fourth county in from Colorado.
1: Got gotcha. you. OK, OK.
0: And I'm from Long Island, Kansas, which is only about 22 miles from Norton. Uh, but Long Island has about 200 people in, in the town. So okay. very small town. <laughs> Uh, the, the school system is Northern Valley, it's Long Island, Kansas, and Alameda, Kansas, combined. Uh, so let's go big green. The Huskies, so I want to mm-hmm. give a shout out to them a little bit because they probably don't get a lot of podcast shout outs. I wouldn't imagine, yeah,
1: probably, probably not. Yeah, probably <laughs> <You're probably not. laughs> yeah, you get to be the originator, man. Yeah, both,
0: both small town people.
1: So I, the only time I've been like through Kansas before, you know, I'm from South Louisiana and, uh, we were going to Colorado, drove through Kansas and, um, that was a long drive, man, but, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to yeah. yeah. the way through Kansas. but, uh, <laughs> but, um, since then, you know, I've been to, um, uh, some of the races out the Prairie spirit and, um, uh, you know, the fall ultra extravaganza. I've been out there a few times. In fact, I'll be out there uh, in a few weeks doing the 50 miler. And, um, so, uh, you know, gotten to start and I, and we, we'll talk about this later. I, I got to get out there. I keep saying that people are probably tired of hearing me say, it. I got to get out there and do the Hawk hundred, uh, out in oh, yeah. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know well, you've done it grades. twice. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, but anyway, uh, Kansas is a, is a, it's a cool state. Um, it's I mean, it's a little it's,
0: underrated. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. As far as ultras are concerned, it has a ton of amazing.
1: Races. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, and also the, uh, uh, flat rock is, that, oh, yeah. that is a fun race man and it's it's not it's it's rocky it's uh yep. it's 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 nice man it's in the kind of oklahoma people think it's it's flat and boring but we got some we've got some stuff going on here
0: <laughs> yeah and i've never done flat rock but i've heard a lot about it and that seems like my kind of race yeah I, I like the more technical stuff like that Oh yeah,
1: there's even a, a spot they call the Devil's Butt Crack that you you gotta climb up, and then it's. That uh, sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's on my birthday this year, so I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna be back, and and then he's adding a 101 miler, so I think I might might do yeah, that for I my birthday. That. Yeah, so What's we'll a good see. Birthday for that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
0: That's looks Outlaw, right? That's Jeremy Harris. Yeah, yeah, it's Jeremy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've always wanted to do Outlaw too because I've heard so much about that, and I've heard that it's really technical. I would I would love to get out there and do that
1: man, I heard it's good. I haven't, I haven't been out there yet. Jeremy hates me for it, but you know, <laughs> I got, like I said, if you have not heard yet, cause I said it 50 times on the podcast, I got a good excuse and, and, and you'll appreciate this Casey. It's, it's valentine's day weekend and my anniversary weekend it always yeah, okay.
2: you'll never go you'll yeah never unless go.
1: unless she gives yeah. unless me she the she goes up. with you yeah she lets me do a lot of stuff and so man if she puts her foot down on that one i just i, I gotta you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well well so so tell me you guys are both from from kansas and um so how did uh i don't know did you guys did you did chase did you run in school what did you did you guys do sports or what
0: I absolutely refused to run anything further than 200 Mm -hmm. meters when I was in high school, man. I mean, I was a sprinter in track and coach put me in the 400 meter one time and I'm like, this is, this is crap. I I don't want to have to pace myself for for a race, you know, because for me it was pacing myself to be 400 meters. That's funny. Uh, But I kind of got into running and I haven't been into it for that long. I mean, my first marathon was at age 30, and I, I only ran one marathon before I moved up to, uh, to other stuff. Only one road marathon. I'll never run another one. I don't think because I hate on the road. But yeah, <laughs> it originally started for me as far as running is concerned, long distances, just as a way to stay in shape because I really liked to hike. And I started doing like the 14ers and stuff in Colorado. Oh, nice! And they just destroyed me when I did it because I was in terrible shape. Yeah, And so I came back and I was a big weightlifter and stuff. And I, and I always liked to lift weights at that point. That's really what all my athletic goals were focused on at that point. I wanted to binge twice my weight. Oh, nice. That was one of my big goals. And I, at one point I was 175 and I put up 335. So I was almost there. And that was about the time that I really started running a little to get in better shape for these 14ers. And then I pretty much just stopped lifting altogether because I just kind of slowly fell in love with running. And just trying to go further and further and further every time. So that's kind of where the running started for me. Mainly just about hiking, getting in good yeah. shape for that. And that's still kind of the one thing that I do love more than ultra running. Still, I, I would still rather get out there and go backpacking with Casey mm-hmm. or, or go hiking than anything else. Yeah.
1: No, man, I, I am with you on the, uh, I love, I, and I still love lifting as much. And I try to keep about three days a week in there. I love it. And, uh, I went through a, a little downtime where I was lifting like crazy and you put on weight, dude, and it makes it hard oh, to right. run. And so I'm trying to, I'm, I'm bringing it back down now, but, um, Anyway, I, st- I still enjoy doing it and, uh, but I can't do it as much. So, uh, because got, got races to train for, you know, got miles yeah, absolutely. to my, so yeah. So it's- <laughs> That's
0: how I am too, man. I'll get, I'll get back in there and lift a little bit, but it just seems like no time at all. And I put on eight or 10 pounds. I think it's just because I've been there before. Yep. So my, it's just easy to get back to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Your body's like, we're doing this again. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just, exactly. Here's,
1: here's some more muscle for you to carry around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, which just curious, which marathon did you do?
0: I did the Colorado marathon, uh, in Fort Collins.
1: Okay. Okay. How was it?
0: It was, it was awesome. I just hate running on, the, running on the road. You know, I didn't know it at the time, but, uh, cause I'd never ran a trail marathon or a trail race at the time. But I guess after that, the next thing I did, I still didn't know anything about ultras at that time. I actually remember seeing a guy with a Leadville 100 shirt on. Yeah. At that race, and, I, and I'm not, I didn't really think anything of it. I just figured that he was, it was biking or something like that. I was, yeah. didn't think that people ran that far at the time, you know. But after that, you know, I guess, it was, which was actually my first ultra running experience, I signed up for the world's toughest mudder in Vegas that same year. Okay. My goal was to go there and get 50 miles uh in 24 hours you know which isn't that much but it's got all these crazy obstacles and stuff and i had never ran any further than a marathon and i did that once nice and the race before my marathon was a 5k and then i'm a 5k marathon marathon 50 mile you know so i progressed pretty quick. yeah uh, so yeah but the world's toughest motor was still one of the hardest things i've ever went through i think just because it wasn't necessarily in that great Aerobic shape, endurance shape at the yeah.
2: time, you know. So much of it's about like grip strength too. Yeah. And, like the obstacles are. And that
0: was yeah. actually my strong point at, at that time. I was still lifting a lot. So it was probably the obstacles. And my weak point was the endurance aspect of it, you know, going all day.
1: Yeah. Well, I I just did my first um first obstacle course race to conquer the gauntlet. And, uh, uh-huh. and as far as the, the, it wasn't that, I forgot how far it was, but it was, that wasn't bad. It was, it was like, like Casey, the grip strength and the, the, you know, like I, I can lift, but like I, I hadn't worked grip, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. and, and yeah. man, like hanging on by the, your fingertips and stuff. Yeah. yeah that, that was yeah. Bad.
3: terrible. At it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I did most of the finished most of them, but it was, it was fun. We did it as a group and we weren't like, like, you know, running hard. We would, just, we'd wait for everybody. And it was, a, a we, we had a blast, but, um, but yeah, I was like, I got goals for next year. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm working on grip strength when i do doing stuff. Yeah, now, so I think I'll do better.
0: Uh, and the world's toughest mud is kind of like the extreme of, yeah. of the obstacle course races too, you know, because it was in Vegas and uh, it got down to 37 degrees that year. And you never go over a half a mile without being totally submerged in water. So there's people going mm. hypothermic. And that was still actually one of my hardest endurance test that I've ever had I think was that race so I remember mm-hmm. I was in a wetsuit because if you're not wearing a wetsuit you're going to go hypothermic during that race at least that year uh, and I just remember I'd pee, my, pee in my wetsuit because I wasn't going to take it down but it also it felt awesome to do that <laughs> it's a it so freaking cold you know Yeah, because the wetsuits warm you by keeping the, the moisture against you and warming it you know yeah, so I was actually over drinking just so I could pee in my wet suit and get that, that feeling of warmth. So you know, you're having a bad day, when you're looking forward
1: to pee in your pants. You know? That's right. That's <laughs> when you, yeah, when as part, part of your goal is, I need to pee in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, and then you got to clean that thing after. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you even still, so, uh, I uh, think yeah. we threw it away. Yeah,
1: yes, I don't I don't know. know. Just, just throw it yeah. away, dude. Just, yeah. <laughs> so well, how did you so you did that and then how did how did you discover the I mean the the actual you know ultras and trail running man what was your first yeah. story into just a strictly trail run
0: yeah before I did that I, I kind of figured out what the go 100 thing was yeah. so I kind of knew about it at that point and so after I was done with the world's toughest mutter, uh I kind of had the goal to and it was just a lifetime goal it's like it'd be really cool if someday in my life i could run 100 miles because i didn't know what went into it at that time or anything yeah and uh so i just worked my way through the distances you know 50k 50 mile 100k then a uh, 100 miler with uh with the training program in between each one and some yeah. of them i hit twice because i just was destroyed during the race and i figured i needed to needed to do it again before i progressed to the next mileage but uh uh so i've never really gave myself I don't race a ton and i've never really gave myself a whole lot of time to try to get really good at one distance yeah because that's just not not really my goal my goal is more to just go out there and see what i can do and push myself Mm. further each time and and so now as far as races are concerned i'm kind of just looking for what's going to be uh push my mind and body a little further than what it's ever been kind of my yeah. like goal more than trying to achieve a certain place or time
1: or anything. Like that. Yeah. I, I I like that you said my, my body and, and mind cuz um I had it is this has been on my brain It's like this morning um here it was uh we got a bunch of snow and stuff. I don't know what you if you guys get got some got, we got like the, 9 inches. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, we got a bunch and so, so still some slickness and stuff out there. So I jumped on the treadmill this morning and, you know, uh, I was at the, I went to the gym, there's a treadmill right here, but, um, anyway, I did, you know, 20, almost 22 miles on it. And, uh, a buddy of mine showed up and he, he ran an hour with me. He's like, how long have you been on here? I was like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so, and we were just talking about the mental ass. He's like, oh, no, I, I just can't, I, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And so I don't know, is it some things, you know, and physically it was just another run, you know, but mentally, um, and, and that's part of our sport, man. A huge part of it is staying engaged mentally. Um, And so, I don't know. I I just like, I like that you, you said that you, you recognize that you're pushing your body, but you're also pushing your mind. And like, you know, people might say something about, Oh, you're running on treadmill. You should be outside. Well, that's, that's part of my mental training there. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. On a treadmill treadmill, is rough. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: always what, has fascinated me about the sport is the mental aspect of it. That's what I enjoy the
1: most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, um, yeah, so you just, you, you made, made the progression and I, and I, I don't know, it's cool, you know, always trying to see what you can do, you know, to, to push yourself because we can it's easy to become complacent you know and just kind of is that your, is that is that your personality just, does it has it always been your personality casey's face
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. i tell a lot of people he would go crazy if he didn't keep pushing himself and doing more and more and more he's just always really driven so yeah that's very much his personality.
1: Yeah, I I, I relate, brother. <laughs> I relate. <laughs> but if my wife were in here, she'd she'd say the same thing. Well, how does that? How does that? So how does that? Um, well, since I get both of you here, how does that work with the 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 dynamic? You know, husband and wife. She, I mean, uh, Casey seems very supportive of you know.
0: She's she's amazingly supportive. She's fantastic. We're a good team out there. As mm-hmm. far as her being on my crew and stuff, I, I almost feel like that's when we are the best together is in situations like that you know so it's it's been fantastic she supports every race that i do so
2: that's awesome I missed one yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: she missed yeah. the world stuff month, so she, she wasn't there for me <laughs> peeing
2: my pants <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah. I, let, I let his mom handle that one yeah, there you so. go
0: there you go
1: yeah yeah and and I can I can relate man and Jennifer's she's she's been there for me and she's seen me in the highs and seen me in the lows and so yeah, yeah. Um, she yeah. knows how to handle those situations
0: you know she knows not to I guess to be positive you know yeah
3: and, yeah
0: I don't know. She's just really, she knows me really well. So she knows what I need when I come into a aid station. Just totally destroyed. Like I did multiple times in Moab and multiple times throughout all the races that I've done. But yeah, so it, it works really well.
1: Nice. Nice. No. And when, and, and when you are married man, and when, when you do the type of things that what we do, I mean, with the training and everything, it, yeah. you gotta have the support, man. It is a team effort, whether or not, you know, whether or not you're there crewing all the time, it's still a team effort because life has to, you got to do life, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: So you say you hate running on roads, man. How, how do you, uh, um, or do you do a lot of training on roads or are you, are you got some trails near you?
0: No, I never train on roads. Not, not really great trails. Real close to me At Wilson state park where we put on the Hell Creek race is awesome trails. And my, I like them better than any trail that I've been on in Kansas, but that's about 50 minutes away from us. So I'll try to okay. get out there once a week or so and train on those. Yeah. Um, but as far as normal everyday training, there's a little place down by the college here by Fort Hayes that has kind of a dirt path. It's flat as a pancake yeah. and, mm-hmm. and the grass and dirt. But that's what I, where I run pretty much every day. So it gets pretty. Uh Manana. Manana.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's not quite a <laughs> treadmill, but it's, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. it's yeah, not a whole lot better.
1: But. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, that's that's awesome that you've got that though. Um here in uh in our area, I, I end up having to run a lot of roads during the week or a treadmill. And then during the week I try to get out to uh Turkey Mountain. Have you been out to uh to Tulsa much? Tulsa area? No? No, no. Yeah. T- Turkey mountain is, is it's a blessing that we've got it because there's, there's not, we've got other trails nearby, but it, it's, it's the closest, uh, and, uh, it, it's got, it's rocky. It's, uh, it's got some good, uh, it's good, good training. So, uh, nice. I, I hit that on weekends. So that's what usually, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So your first hundred, man, tell me, tell me about your, fir- you know, you, you made this step up your first hundred. If I, if I recall, right. It was, it was Hawk, right.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah my my only 200s have been the hawk i've only ran three races 100 miles or more okay Um, but and my only 200s have been the hawk and i I went back because it was such an amazing race the Mm -hmm. first time i did it i mean the trail hawks always put on amazing races yeah uh just stupid good volunteers and when we started uh race directing we kind of learned from them a little bit we're like we want our races to be like like Mm -hmm. these you know so we, we took a lot of Took a lot of stuff from them, for sure. But my first 100, I mean, it went pretty well. For the first one, I was pretty destroyed that after about were pretty
2: feet were pretty gnarly. Wasn't that the year that was really wet?
0: No, that was just the second one. Then mm-hmm. my feet got really bad. Uh, but I think I ended up finishing like 26-something, which was like 10th place, which I was happy with. I was just trying to drag Gosh. myself across the yeah. line. Just that get it done, man. On so <laughs> yeah. I got like tenth out of 60 something, I think. So I was happy with that. Yeah. But like I said, it's never been too much about where I end up just getting across. And then the second year, when I went back, it was my next hundred. I I just wanted to go sub 24 in it. Yeah. Conditions were really hard that year. That was a year that it rained a lot and it just flooded everywhere around here. Oh, man. So you didn't go 15 minutes before you Feet were totally soaked, you know, yeah. and so yeah. there was no keeping them dry. Uh, so my feet were just trashed
2: after mm-hmm. that. I think you lost that's all that cool. one toenail. Yeah. After it was all <laughs> Are you stuff. serious, that's dude? <laughs> uh, like my,
0: my toes were like bloody mouth mm-hmm. so I took them out of my shoes and stuff. But uh,
1: yeah. oh, dude, that's terrible.
0: Uh, yeah, I ended up getting twenty three forty five. So I got the sub twenty four in that year. There was only two people that that sub twenty mm-hmm. four because the, I mean the the course was tough. Yeah. And it was like a monsoon for the last couple hours. Mm-hmm. That they were on yep,
2: the, started pouring. Yeah, mudslide. Yeah. <sighs> but,
0: uh, yeah, the only two of us got sub 24 that year. And I think that there was nobody else that was sub 25.
1: Oh, man. So, That's so. Cool. so- that that's one of the things about ultra running. You two, same race, two different years and totally different experience. Totally different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't know what you're gonna get, you know? Yeah. And then and even from a crewing perspective, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. you'd be like, Oh, this is an easy one to crew and like, not if it's pouring down rain you know? and yeah,
2: yes. not very fun for anybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: just just would you hurry up and get done? Mm-hmm. My, my wife will tell me that like she messes with me sometimes at some of the uh, aid stations She's like, uh,
3: yeah, would you hurry up? <laughs>
1: and sometimes it's, it's not received real well. But,
2: yeah, right. know okay. like, I know you're joking, well. but dude. I don't know. Just don't
1: <laughs> <it. laughs> do that.
0: No jokes. Right
1: now. Yeah. yeah, I am hurting. So, <laughs> uh, no, that's. I would
0: not, highly recommend the hawk, though. I mean, you said yeah. you were thinking about doing it. You need to get out and do that one. That, that one is an awesome.
1: Race. Yeah, I met them uh, actually doing. um I don't remember if it was the Kansas Fall Extravaganza or Prairie Spirit because I did both both of those like back to back the fall and in the, mm-hmm. the spring. And I met them, uh, cause they do one of the aid stations out there. Okay. Uh, and just, just really impressed with it. You know, just like you said, mm-hmm. I, you get that sense about them. They, they're, they're, they're good people, you know, mm-hmm. just, just, absolutely, you, you can tell they love the running community and all. And I've met up with them at a few different things. And I just, I, I need to get out there just to support what they're doing and just, just run the race heard so much so yeah. much good about it so um yeah
0: you tear that one up for sure uh, we'll, it would be
1: good oh uh, we'll see i heard it's pretty technical so we'll it'd be, it'd be fun <laughs> <laughs> well uh so yeah so you 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 do those two uh two hundreds and then in, in what sounds like a uh, typical chase fashion you know like uh i've got hundreds out the way so let's do a Moab 240 <laughs>
0: Yeah, might as well do two and then do more mileage in one race than I did in those two combined. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so if, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's the year I didn't finish my web.
3: Yeah. 2020.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm guessing that what destroyed you was that very first day in the heat and, and stuff like that. Oh,
1: yeah. That and the. Um, so that uh, I, I, I've been really good about not naming that, that nutrition drink that they had there, oh, uh, whatever God. that stuff. It had avocado. And so I trained with it a little bit, but it was cool when I was training and it was fine. So I was like, cool, I'm going to use that because I'd used tailwind before, but I can't do tailwind anymore because anyway. Um, and so Anyway, it's it turned my stomach, man. And I ended up mm-hmm. I ended up death, <laughs> death marching, puking. I couldn't keep anything down. And I tried, man. Yeah. and Yeah, I don't I, I don't it think
0: had I had a way in it, too, didn't it? It, did. It, it had
2: too. milk or had, yeah, it had some sort of dairy product in it.
1: Yeah, it was, just, it, was
0: it was weird because so many people are intolerant
1: to dairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up doing some, some nice little, and then it was green. So it was like projectile vomiting. green. It was It was not pretty, but, uh, oh, but anyway, but you know, that being said, mistakes were made. Like I, I, there's a lot of, you know, you looking back and mm-hmm. talking about, Yeah. I got, I got to get redemption out there now, but you know, but Mm -hmm. there were, there were decisions that I should have made. Like when that started happening, because my bladder was full of that junk, I should have ran a mile back and refilled with just water. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I had, all I had was a little thing of water to go, I don't know, 19 miles and and Mm it wasn't good. It was
0: So is it that it was like at the section before breaking bad where you have like 20 miles to go without water?
1: Yeah. You know, that little water station is just by itself. It was a mile after that, after I had filled up my one little thing with water, I I just started throwing up. And then I should have I should have gone back to that, dumped all that stuff and just at least had water. (laughs) You know, and uh, I didn't because, you know, at that point, you're like, I don't want to go backwards, you know, but that would have been the thing to do. Uh, so, so let's talk about your race, man. So how did, how did it go for you? How was that first day?
0: <laughs> that, that was probably the hardest day of ultra running that I've ever had. It got up to like 102 degrees that day. Yeah. You know, and there was that section where, it was the, where there was 20 miles without water. And yeah. I had ran out of water the previous two sections before that. Yeah. So I was already feeling dehydrated when I came up on that section and feeling really rough. And I knew what was to come, but I knew I couldn't do anything about it because I had no more capacity to to carry water. Yeah. And so I just filled up. And then once I got to that little um, unmanned station there, I I cameled up a little bit, but not too much because if you pick it all up, it's not doing you any good. Uh, But I ran out of water with almost 13 miles left to go on that
1: section. Holy smokes, dude. What time of day was it?
0: It was... I, I don't know. I feel like it was hot. like a hundred degrees. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It yeah. was, it was day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, with about six or seven miles left, I didn't know if I was, that was probably the only time where I felt like my life was in danger during the ultra, you know, I thought I might die. He down. called me. Yeah. I called her and I'm like, I don't know. And I said, well, what, and I'm like, what do you
2: want to you? me to do? Dude, <laughs> so, I, I'm like, I you can just sh- got to keep going.
1: Dude yeah. that's the section I was death marching and I told somebody mm-hmm. I another runner who was good and I said I said dude I said tell them I don't even remember my note look it's in my head dude I got it right up there <laughs> <laughs> I said I said you tell them I said you tell them uh uh if 38 stops moving like come get me like I'm in bad shape right. and when I got to the next aid yeah. station they were like when they asked me if I needed anything they were like hey 38 38 need some help
3: <laughs> he was there yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
1: but luckily he he gave me he could just dr- still drink that Stuff and so mm-hmm. I gave him some of that, and he gave me his some of his water. But anyway, I I, I was yeah. I was concerned. I was very concerned about life.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they said that aid station looked like a war zone. People were just like vomiting and yeah. groaning and screaming in pain and cramping. Yeah, you <laughs> might have seen so me horrible. vomit, dude. You been,
0: you <laughs> <might've>, <laughs> we might have been there. Day, I don't know. But when I was out there, I was cramping so bad. I'd like turn my wrist upward, and it would cramp right here. And I uh, turned it downward and it, right it. <laughs> uh, and was Jay, what my do, legs, you know. I'm like, what am I gonna do? And if I stopped and tried to stretch, it actually made it worse. So I just uh, kept going, you know. Yeah and, yeah. and and I couldn't eat, so I didn't I didn't eat for like 20 miles Oh man, mouth was so freaking dry out there and too hard to swallow. I had no idea how I was ever gonna recover from it Yeah. by the time I was done with that section, it felt like I just did a ton of max out squats because my (laughs) quads and hamstrings had been cramping so bad. Yeah. And my muscles were just exhausted from that. It felt pretty good going into that section, but ended up making it to breaking bad. And like she said, I mean, about a half a mile away from breaking bad, I heard people like screaming and stuff. (laughs) What the hell hell am I walking up on? It's not yeah. like a war zone, but I heard there. There's people laid out all over the se- uh, all over the place, having full body cramps. Um, oh man, it's just the real deal here. Yeah, well, in like, Breaking Bad I myself into it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and Breaking Bad's one you you end up seeing it from up on that ridge it, like you see it, and you still got like a couple miles to go or something. Man, it's like yeah. there it is, but yeah. like,
0: I'm going this way. What the heck? <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. I oh, think
3: you
2: spent quite a while at that aid station. I told you to like just make sure you were a hundred percent good to go before you left, because you still had another I a long while before yeah. you could see us for the yeah. of, like the second time. Yeah,
1: yeah. The next the next uh, crew aid station was at seventy four. I forgot what it was. That mm-hmm. was my, uh, Mike yeah. McKnight was manning that aid station. That's where I ended up dropping because I couldn't. Really? Uh, yeah, at the next one. Yeah, still uh, couldn't
0: hold anything down.
1: Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I, I I ate at breaking bad and I was able to eat and I was like, all right, good, good. And then finally I, I, I spent some time there, you know, drinking media. Yeah. And, and then I got about I got out of that aid station, I guess about a mile, and then it all came up again. I was like, Golly, man, it was it was rough. <laughs> yeah.
0: I no. got I got to that aid station where my crew finally was, where, where I was able to see them again. And I'm sure Casey can see it in my eyes that I was just
3: Destroyed, right. yeah. you know, yeah. and,
0: and I didn't know how how I was going to recover from that first day and put in 170 more miles or whatever. Yeah. You know. But I end up uh just cameling up on water, you know. I, I I drank so much that I could have almost puked at that time, and then just Layed calories, down. you know, because I hadn't had any calories. Yeah. And then I I laid down for an hour or so or mm-hmm. 30 minutes. I can't yeah. yeah. remember. Just to digest it all because yeah. I, I didn't want to start moving. Uh, and I didn't sleep at all at that point, but I tried to, uh, but was able to kind of rebound after that and make it out and actually started to feel a little more hydrated, stopped cramping and bounced back luckily. But mm-hmm. that first day took a lot out of me for sure. My, my legs never felt the same after all that cramping. And it, it, I was heat acclimated when I went into that race, but the next day after being so heat exhausted the first thing it yeah tore me up all over again
3: you know? mm-hmm.
1: what uh, so uh i guess the, the rest of it man you just you just kept kept plugging away and you see that's the thing about what one of the beautiful things about those 200s and 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 beyond is is you can recover you know you yeah. got time to recover uh and and i've when i ran tahoe the tahoe 200 the first time i saw a few people looked like death. And then they ended up like passing me later. I'm like, yeah. you were dead 50 miles ago. What happened? You know? oh, Yeah. yeah and,
0: uh, exactly.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's, it's cool. And, and anybody listening, you, you know, just know that, you know, and that's part of what I guess in the middle of that, uh, if I would have waited a little longer, I, I think I tried, maybe I, I still could have come out of it. You know, I don't know. It's always, yeah. you always ask, it's, it's always questioning, but, mm-hmm. um, but kudos, man, for, for keeping on, you know, pushing through, um, so how, how were the LaSalle's? Cause I didn't get there. <laughs> they
0: were, they were awesome. You did but really most of the time when I was there, it was dark, but okay. you
2: really picked up the pace. Like he's really good at ups. And so like, yeah. there was a point where he told us it would take him like three hours to do this section. So we all went back to the house and slept. Well, I just happened to wake up and like check his location. And he was three miles from the aid station and we oh, had no. a 45 minute drive to get there. So like he just was going so much faster than what we thought he would be, which was great. Yeah. But he also had a pacer with you at that point too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those ups, you. Feel, I think he liked those and like the cooler air, the mountains are Absolutely. where he belongs.
0: So. Yeah, the mountains are when, when I do my best, and it's kind of weird because from Kansas and I train on flat all the time. Yeah. Uh, but going up has always been my strongest skill, for sure.
1: And, how How did you train? Uh, to, to go out there and do Moab? Cause that's totally, I mean, it's totally different from, from, yeah. you know, anything you had done before. So what, what did you do?
0: Me and the wife went on three backpacks that year and, and that probably helped more mm-hmm. than anything. So we were going through mountains, high altitude mountains, very steep with 30 pound packs on our back, you know, yeah. and we did that three times. And then about a month before the race, I also made a trip out to Colorado and just ran, uh, what's a pretty popular backpack in Colorado. Um, I just ran that whole loop once a day, a couple days in a row, and just got some altitude training. Okay. Like but, uh, other than that, uh, nothing really too out of the ordinary. I didn't necessarily increase the mileage more than what I usually do.
1: Uh, what kind of mileage? More ups. What kind of mileage do you normally peak at? Just curious.
0: Um, I think for that one, I, I was peaking around 100 miles a week. Okay. Uh, yeah. For the last month or so, in that last couple months, but I, I've i kind of got to where I don't really pay too much attention to the mileage. I try to do it more by feel now than what I used to because yeah. I just feel like it's really easy to get too obsessed with how many miles you're going. It's like, okay, I got to get the miles and got to get the miles. And I think it's probably more important to listen to your body. Every time I've got too obsessed about the mileage, I've ended up crossing that threshold the non-functional overtraining. I've caught myself
1: yep. doing that plenty of times. Yeah. Yeah. And you, 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 you definitely, no matter what, how you do it, you got to listen to your body. Cause uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that overtraining will get you. Oh. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um And, and, and I think the more you, the longer you're in, the longer you, you run these things and you are running these races and you're doing this training and, and this is not a cop-out, but the more you can rely on past fitness Um mm-hmm. you know, Like, even if you hadn't run in a little bit, like, you know, when I took some time, you know, before this year and I started ramping up, like I still probably, I could have gone and banged out a marathon easy, you know what I mean? Or or I run 50 miles, not, I wouldn't say easy, but I could have done it, you know, Mm
2: -hmm. just from,
1: from that past fitness. And, and so, um, you know you have that your muscle memory and, and all that built up now, if you rely on that too much, you get yourself injured and you end up puking on yeah. the side of a trail and, you know so like <laughs> bad stuff happening <laughs> so yeah um, so when did you guys get into uh, starting to um, to direct races? when did you guys start putting races on we
2: where, talked where did that? About
1: it yeah, where did that fall years. in the timeline? yeah, okay
2: um we've so our first was October last year that we actually put on, but we'd been talking about putting one on there for I'm sure, like five, three to five years before that. We just like, gosh, someone needs to put on a race out here. Gosh, we should put a race on out here. Yeah. Why aren't we putting a race on out here? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah somebody exactly. should do
1: this. Wait, where's somebody?
2: Wait, we're that people? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So that was kind of the home courses, the switch switchgrass trails out at out Hell Creek. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Wilson State Park. It's called the Hell Creek area. That's why it's named the Hell Creek 100. It's, okay. When you enter the park, it says Wilson State Park Hell Creek area. Okay. So that's kind of what mm-hmm. we're basing that name off yeah. of, and then yeah. we've got another Last Man Standing there called Eternal Damnation. So people are kind of wondering where we get those names because of yeah. the Hell Creek. It's not because we're obsessed. Because
2: <laughs> terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Be like, I'm not I'm sure like about interviewing
1: it. you guys. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. But yeah, that's where it came from because. We spent a lot of time at Wilson, uh,
2: camping, camping as Mm -hmm. well.
0: So we would would spend time on those trails. And, uh, if you ask anyone who went to our race last year, I'm sure they'll tell you those trails are just fantastic, Mm -hmm. pure single track trails. And it it just doesn't seem like you're really in Kansas Mm -hmm. when you're there, uh, very hilly. You know, at one time it was the most elevation gain and loss of the hundreds in Kansas, but I I don't know what Flat Rock is. I should probably look that up. They, they might have more than us now, now that yeah. he's got 100. Now that he's got
2: 100,
1: yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Well, uh, was, is, it, uh, is it wooded? Is it uh how, how? No?
0: Totally exposed. There's hardly any trees out there. So okay. it's a lot different than any other uh, than most of the other mm-hmm. hundreds in Kansas, you know, especially exactly, the I trail 100. Yeah. Because they're all heavily wooded and you can barely see out, which I love. I, I love those races. I love being in the woods, but this is a lot different. Uh, there's beautiful views of Wilson Lake, pretty much the whole race mm-hmm. and it's considered the there's lake in Kansas. Okay. Uh, so it's a really beautiful area. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so, so, um, so y- yeah, you guys just started. So how did, I mean, well-received people and people came out, had a, had a good, good races. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was, uh, we were so impressed by how people did, like we had really good performances in all three distances. I feel like it's hard, but for the 20 miler, the hundred K and the hundred miler really fast times.
0: Yeah. Our first year, um, I think we had 75 people, um, from 14 different states. So we were really happy mm-hmm. with it. Um, yeah. David box won the hundred. Okay. Uh, I, I think yeah. It, race David yeah,
1: him, him and I slugged it out at a at a, a pumpkin holler. That was fun. Yeah, pumpkin holler. Oh, yeah. yeah, he beat me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it was good oh, though. Good. It was a battle good. of the yeah, Daves. It
1: was fun. We had a good time. Yeah.
0: But I think he ran in like uh just a little under twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that kind of gives you an idea of comparison. As yeah. As hard, how hard it might be. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was very well received. Everyone said that it was fantastic. Uh, people said that it, it seemed like we've been putting on races for 10 years. We had a lot of compliments for, uh, on that race. We're really looking forward to putting it on again. We added another distance this year, uh, 140 miler per <laughs> moment, the pure hell 140.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah.
1: What's, what time of year is it? October. Okay. Okay. So the weather Beautiful could be. Beautiful time in Kansas
2: yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We had great weather last year awesome the park's just not as busy so it's yeah we really like that time of year out
0: there people out there that you've had on the podcast said jack Long was out there arnold
2: yeah
1: yeah cool i did yeah i'm I'm gonna have to i have to add that one to my list another kansas race to my list is is it is it looped uh loop course okay how how big is it 20 mile loop yeah okay My my first hundred miler was a twenty mile loop down. Well, it was down south in Louisiana, but uh, so I kind of like that. It's uh, you know, you 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 once you get to that third loop and you get through that, it's like all right, all right, you know. Yeah. You know, yes. Over the hump. You can yeah. kind of mentally absorb each one and and mm-hmm. you know take each one as it comes. So that's that's cool. I don't know about the hundred forty. We'll have to see. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: that's one you should do. Jackie, oh, yeah, Jackie's, Jackie's doing, doing that,
1: that one. one oh, she is okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's, she's so funny, man. She kills me. She we've been a lot around a lot, of, a lot of the same races and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. She, yeah, she, yeah. she gets, she gets uh she gets mouthy i'll say that and she, she admits oh, yeah, it I, yeah. i'm not saying anything like i hope she listens because she- <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, she's
0: definitely a pain in the butt for sure but yeah. She's
2: have her out yeah she's entertaining yeah. at least yeah.
1: yeah i showed up to pacer her here in owasso uh where she was running a race and she was like just passed out sleeping i was like hey because i live like five miles from the race she was doing and, and she's she's like i'm, I'm sleeping and i was like all right so i went i went run with uh walter handloser for a while instead <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> She is notorious for sleep yes yes, yes she yeah. Is. Uh, so yeah cool so 100 adding 140 so i guess i mean you guys you're you're uh when when chase when you're running you guys are a team and then you you guys are putting on races uh it seems like this is just a a, a team effort again right mm-hmm.
0: absolutely
1: yep that's that's cool okay. that
0: and the thing about Hell Creek that we found, you know, we just really wanted to put on an awesome r- race uh, at Wilson State Park and just make it a really good ultra. And that was really our only goal from the whole thing. And we didn't really expect to get too involved in everyone's race and stuff, but we just found ourselves being totally emotionally uh, involved in all oh the God, runners' yeah. races. You know, yeah. yeah,
2: they were all my babies, yeah. and I wanted them to do mm-hmm. good.
0: And we heard someone with dnf like felt like idea you
2: know?
3: yeah yeah yeah
2: because yeah.
0: you get to know them all a little bit mm-hmm. as they're going especially the ultra runner stuff the 100k and 100 milers especially the 100 milers yeah uh and we worked the aid stations the whole time we took mm-hmm. turns which aid station we would work so we talked to them when they when they came into the aid stations and we were constantly uh phoning back and forth how's Shane doing How, how's ed doing how's jackie doing mm-hmm. you yeah. know at the end of the, the thing, we've been up for about 36 hours and getting those people that are coming in there at the very end uh, that have been grinding it out all through the night. You know what that's yeah. like and just had a rough night Yeah, yeah. for a long time. And when they were coming across the finish line there, there at the end, it was like, it was hard for me not to get choked up because mm-hmm. they were finally finishing yeah. because yeah. I was rooting yeah. for them so yeah. much. It was, we never expected it to affect us like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just such an awesome experience. We're like, we, we cannot we wait to do it more again. Of these, yeah, you know, it was so fun. So we kind of found a passion that that we didn't know that we had when, mm-hmm. when we
2: did
1: that. So, yeah, I, I love that. I that's one of the beautiful things about the sport. And and chase, you're probably you know even even racing you know against people like when I said about Dave Box earlier, like. I like the do yeah, like, you know, when we were racing, like I was going to be, you know, yeah. but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, but, but, uh, you know, I, at the end we talked, we talked about the, you know, how, how it went and, uh, and just, we, you love seeing people. Accomplish their goal, and uh, you know, like you, I just well, can imagine, yeah. you know, they're crossing, yeah. grinding, and out crossing the finish. Line, they're crying, you're crying, everybody's. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not just because you're. I get to finally go home. No, like, right. No, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, no, that's cool, man. Um, That that's good, and uh, I love that, and and I think people see when, when a race director is, is in it for the right reason and is invested. And that means mm-hmm. a lot yeah. to, to runners. And, you know, you, you, you know, with the races you've been, you guys have been a part of, you can tell when mm-hmm. people are genuinely Absolutely. like, Absolutely. you know, you're happy for you. And so that's, mm-hmm. you know, and so I love that you guys you're, you're giving people an opportunity to push themselves. You're giving people an opportunity to, to test themselves, you know, mentally and physically, mm-hmm. like we said. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. and, and, you being invested in it helps, you know, because you, yeah. you know, when you're low, like you just said, uh, when you're low, and Casey knows what to tell you and and give you that that push and the right word, even as as race directors and volunteers, man, that that mm-hmm. that, that smile, that encouragement, it's it's yeah. big, you know, it, it can yeah. help. Absolutely, yeah. So. And
0: as a, as a result of that, because one of the most rewarding parts of race directing for us is just interacting with, mm-hmm. with the runners you know mm-hmm. that's what it's all about for us really yeah uh, we we limit our races we put caps on every single one of them we don't okay. allow that many runners in them not that we've ever sold out anyway but just in case we do get to that point we just don't ever want it to get to the point where uh, it's about how many there's, people there's yeah. too many people on yeah. the course to really do that with you know yeah I'm not trying to maximize the amount of people we get on the course, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, yeah.
2: rather than- We're more worried about the type of race, like more than the number of people that we get through the race. I yeah. feel like the experience yeah. is way more important. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then there are a lot of races out there that, um, I, I think some of them, some of the big, bigger races do successfully keep that, that feel, mm-hmm. um, but there are some that don't, you know. There are some that mm-hmm. you're just yeah. you're 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 that number on a bib, you know. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I think a lot of that is the volunteers too. Yeah, because we've been to some aid stations where, ugh, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. we've been to other ones where they've been awesome too. So mm-hmm. I think that makes that can make and break the race too. And we had really good volunteers at our race too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, our, our
0: volunteers are awesome. That's such a huge part of any race is, is your volunteers. Th- yeah,
1: I agree, man. That's why it's I, that's why I, you, they don't all have to be ultra runners, but it helps, you know, and, and, and mm-hmm. it just, it just even just compassionate people, you know, just people who right. love people yep. and are there for the right reasons, man. You mm-hmm. can, exactly. you can tell, man, you run into an aid station. Mm-hmm. You can tell that somebody don't want to be there uh, you exactly. know. Com- compared to somebody that's there to help you, you know, yeah. achieve what you want to achieve and, 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 and get you going. Uh, so yep. yeah, no, that's good, man. And, and, um, how, how is the trail community out there in, in you guys
0: area? It,
2: nobody we're it no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, you're
0: looking at it yeah. Really? they up in the Topeka area kansas city area and mm-hmm. stuff like that but out
2: here in place, we're so far west oh place, man
0: nobody even knows this crap even exists out here i'll really? oh, I mean, tell them what i do and they they don't realize that people did that you know yeah, they didn't yeah. realize that there was anything further than a marathon mm-hmm. uh so I guess we're kind of trying to change that mm-hmm. as well yeah. around here by putting these races on and trying to raise awareness and kind of show exactly what the sport's all about, you know, because it's such an awesome sport. It definitely huh. changed my life for the better getting yeah. into it. So, uh,
1: yeah,
3: the, the
0: increased exposure a little.
1: Yeah. No kidding. The things, uh, two things that, uh, first of all, like, you know, I, cause we talk, you know, the podcast and, and I do coaching and all. I talk with the ultra runners all the time and I forget that that's not normal. <laughs> you know, when you're talking to somebody <laughs> right? and, you, and you'll you say something and they're like, wait, wait, what, you know, you did what you ran, what, you know, it's like, yeah. Oh, you did 30 miles. I was like, yeah, that was just Saturday. That was just a Saturday. You know, it's like, "What? Yeah. you know, I was training, and training right. for whatever, you know, but, um, but I think it's good. You know, you guys are, pumping it up out there and uh you know getting i don't know opening people's eyes because just like you i'm I'm the same way i love seeing people realize what's possible you know and what what they're capable of because this it spills over into not only you know running but it spills over into life you know exactly and uh yeah, we because we, we got some more of your stuff to talk about, what <laughs> are the things that you're doing. So let's just let before we before we even get to nutrition and all that stuff. Um, so you guys did those races, and then then I start seeing things pop up about another 200 mile race in Nebraska. I'm like, well, what is this? And I'm poking around, you know, because my my antenna goes up. And so you guys are are putting on the cowboy. 200. And, and wait, I got to ask before you even talk about it. Did, did you finalize the buckle yet?
3: No. Not finalized.
1: Oh, okay. We're, Is we're it...
0: still working on the design a little bit. We haven't even contacted the buckle people to make it. Okay. Uh, but I'm yeah, gonna try, get, very I'm very try to get. I'm to try to get you to give
1: it's me a give me a sneak cool. peek. We can do it off the air, but I want
0: because I got a lot of ideas. Okay. We're finalizing our logo right, right. now. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because we want to incorporate that in the buckle. I got it. Uh, it's gonna I got be you. big, big and shiny and awesome. And it's That's gonna be like,
2: different every year.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be different oh, every year. So the 200 miler one will be different every year. So if you want the buckle you have to do it that year oh Um, man this is going to be the inaugural (laughs) year it's probably going to say something about being the inaugural year on it Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah we we thought it'd be a really cool idea to change it every single year Mm
3: -hmm.
1: all right well let well well, for the listeners because i've been reading reading about it a little bit and uh so give me the you know give everybody the lowdown on, on what it what it looks like what's what's the cowboy 200 look like
0: um it's a 200 mile point to point race it starts in norfolk uh, I think I'm saying that right. Norfolk, Nebraska, and Denison, Valentine. So it's on an old rail trail, uh, and it goes through I think 20 different small towns along the way. Zero repetition.
3: Nice. And
0: uh, the the coolest part of this trail, in our opinion, is I mean it's a beautiful area. It goes over 200 bridges in 200 miles. Nice. Uh, some, of them are, some of them are barely bridges I would, yeah, 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 it's a stretch to call <laughs> yeah, bridge. Yeah, yeah. it's a bridge, <laughs> it's a bridge. Yeah, we're gonna go,
2: yeah.
0: but the, the little uh, communities that you go through mm-hmm. they remind us of home you know what I mean and all these wonderful people that live in these communities they're just super nice and there's a ton of history along the trail with the old railroad and stuff mm-hmm. and it's, it's just going to be a totally different feel than any other um. Uh, zero repetition 200 in the u.s you know it's not going to be like a moab or a tahoe or a coca or something like that yeah uh, it's not saying it's going to be better it's going to be just yeah. different you know i love those
2: races no. but yeah. yeah i think like it's, it'll be different for people who have never been to this area just to see like you can't be a sunset or a sunrise and like just out there, it's going to be so pretty, and I think towards the end, you'll be really surprised once you get closer to Valentine, the landscape changes so much, and it's actually like probably the coolest area, I think is where we finish. but
0: yeah, very cool area. I'm finished. a uh, quarter mile long bridge and one hundred and forty eight feet high above the uh, above, above the, the Nibrara.
2: yeah uh,
0: nice, but some other highlights along it. there's just. Like there's an old uh, grist mill at one point and, and a lot of old uh, train depots and stuff like that. And there's a little pool hall in Newport, Nebraska that is open 24 hours a day. That
2: It's on the you, honor system. Yeah,
0: there's nobody that is ever works there. But oh, you wow. can go in and get yourself a candy bar and it just says leave money.
3: <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. And That's unheard cool of now. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. exactly. It's just stuff
0: that you don't get and then you can read Stories about people that do the Cowboy Trail, and they'll they'll ask someone uh, if there's a laundromat close, and they'll just say, "Just give me your clothes, I'll wash them."
1: You know? oh and that's so cool.
0: Clothes and wash them. And one couple like uh, needed to run into town, and a guy just gave them his truck and said, "Bring it back." <laughs> and they ran into town, got some stuff, and it's just people yeah. are very trusting around yeah. there, um, and it's it's just a way of life that. Most people probably haven't Mm -hmm. got to see Mm
2: -hmm.
0: When we were in, uh, what was the town? Long Pine. Long Pine, Nebraska. We were scoping out this bunkhouse there that we're hoping to use as a sleep station. And we were kind of walking around the building. They probably don't see, I don't know how many people live there.
2: Like 200 maybe at the most.
0: And we were scoping out this place. And and an older gentleman pulled up to to us and talked to us for several minutes. We told him about our race. And he was, just thought it was amazing. He was totally fascinated with it and super supportive. And by the end of our conversation, he tried to give us $50 to take ourselves out to dinner.
3: <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. i not taking yeah. your money. That's, that's crazy. Just- It's great. Every single person we met was just Mm -hmm. amazingly nice. I
1: love that, man. You know, hey, that's that's part of the America that people need to be reminded of and see, right? You know, because there's a lot of the other, especially nowadays, so much junk going on, and so like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was just thinking that you you try that honor system in some places, you'd be out of business the next morning.
3: (laughs) Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Well, rumor has it. The lady that manages that pool hall is very intimidating.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You don't want, you don't want to take, yeah. (laughs) She'll let you know. (laughs) Yeah,
0: uh, Jim Carley is that yeah, guy's Jim name. Carly. I want to give it. Yeah, give a shout out to Jim Carley. He's never going to hear this because yeah. I saw his phone. It's like one of those phone. old school <laughs> phones that I'm pretty sure they don't even make them anymore. But <laughs> in case someone knows in him. That area
1: let yeah. let him know. He yeah, he got a shout out on the on the interwebs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he put a smile on our faces. Mm-hmm. talking about that ever since.
1: Yeah. Oh man, that's so cool. So man, that's it's, it's uh, so it's on the it's 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 called the Cowboy Trail. Is it is it kind of like um, the Perry Spirit Trail Is it a lot of like just yeah. just gravel and dirt? Crushed gravel, yeah, crushed gravel. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. man, that's yep. fantastic to
0: run. Very
2: on. runnable. Yeah. So runnable. Super
0: easy to run on. Mm-hmm. You could close your eyes and run it. It's probably uh, I think we measured it. What was it? Nine feet
2: wide. Something or like eight that. Eight feet
0: wide. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Most the, people will probably be running with their eyes closed at some point. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah,
2: exactly. Got plenty <laughs> of room to
0: do it. I did that for a long time in Moab. I did all own, and
2: yeah.
1: I that's that's when your GPS track just kind of looking curvy on a <laughs> straight road. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, man, but that's uh that's that's really cool. Is is the length of the trail like? Is that the full trail or is that just part of it? To it because I I'm not familiar with it. They at all. have
2: it. They have it. They want it to extend almost the entire state of Nebraska um, oh, wow. it is so that would go over to Shadron, I believe like yeah. when it's completed, but the way it is now, it ends just outside of balance. And I think there's other parts that are completed, but this is like the whole connected yeah. portion of it.
1: Gotcha. So, it, it, so it's, it's, it's almost completely, I mean, it's completely on the trail. Do you have to you find any spots we where you got a veer on the road or a couple? Yeah.
2: Um, but we don't know that uh, the parks office said that some of that might be fixed by the time we have the race it's due to a lot of the flooding that they had a couple years ago it washed out a bunch of bridges yeah so there's a couple reroutes currently that might not have to be reroutes we'll just know more once it gets closer and adjust as need be
0: very little uh, but it's
2: not much yeah Yeah.
0: and and when they are as of right now they're mainly on dirt roads i think there's only one section where we've run maybe a um, half a mile mm -hmm. or a mile a mile on, on the, the, side highway. Of the highway. Yeah. Really big shoulder. Dude, wow. for two
1: hundred miles, that's fantastic. That's that's yeah. that, that's. I mean, you, and you're gonna expect. I mean, every year they're gonna be probably some little things here and there. You, I mean, just from being around Moab, you know, it's having. Yeah. A, Reroute stuff and, and do some things, man. That's that sounds uh yeah my antenna's up. That's that that sounds really cool. And who knows if they extend the trail, you know, in a few years, you might end up having the Cowboy two forty yeah. or <laughs> just, just four, the right
2: Cowboy four hundred. Yeah, oh no! <laughs> it. It might longer.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's... we're
0: super excited about that. Yeah, anyway. we're so really. It'll be awesome, and we just got approved for it like three weeks ago. So
1: nice. Uh,
0: it's something that we have been thinking about for well over a year Mm -hmm. and it started planning uh, Mm -hmm. about a year out. So when it was announced, it wasn't a total shocker to us, Yeah, but we still had a lot of work to do in a Mm -hmm. short amount of time because at this point race in November, people don't just jump on two hundreds with short notice, you know what I mean? And that's kind of the reason it's in November this year. We wanted to give ourselves time for people to actually plan a little bit and for us to plan because planning 200 miles is an easy deal. So yeah, it's possible that it could be
2: a different time. A
0: little earlier.
1: Okay. Gotcha. I got you. No, it's good to know. That's, it's really good to know. So, um, uh, just for those listening, um, similar to, uh, to the other 200s, there are going to be, uh, aid stations every. So, so what's, what's the average distance? I know you guys are still planning, but what are you kind of, what's your goal for aid station distance and all?
0: <clears throat> so we've got, uh, We've got seven manned aid stations planned, okay. So that would equal out to a little under a 50 K per manned aid station, but we'll okay. have about 10 or 11 unmanned in there too. And okay. It's probably going to work out to where you're never going to go over 10 miles without a water slash electrolyte uh, carbohydrate drink aid station. We'll probably take some grab or put some grab and go snacks there as well. Okay. Unlike a Moab, that's really, really difficult, probably logistically to get all that stuff mm-hmm. to yeah. Most these places are right, not too far from the highway. We can just jump in and put snacks there and stuff. It makes it pretty easy. Mm-hmm. We would like to add more uh, mandate stations, but that's all just going to depend on volunteers. But yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. Definitely have uh, at least one every, every
1: 50K or so. Nice. And then you're going to have uh, sleep stations. Um, mm-hmm. um, your, your goal to have a, a few of those?
0: Probably Three. three. Okay. Three sleep stations is what we're looking at right now. And, and it'll be kind of like Moab, you know, too, where people will have sleep bags that will move as well.
3: Yeah. Cool.
0: Uh, and there might it's possible that there might be a couple of places that will actually have indoor areas where runners can sleep. So it might be pulled out. Hopefully we're looking into that right now.
1: I can tell you, man, when I did Tahoe and, and, and we pulled into some of the, it was a ski resort that they were basically using for, that was nice. Cause I, I got to yeah. go get a shower in the shower. middle and I needed Whoa. it, dude. It was fantastic. Yeah, I bet. But, uh, but yeah, just to be able to get in out of the, you know, out of the elements and, and rest a little while. So that would be, you know, Hey, but you take what you can get a tent, mm-hmm. a building, whatever, man, just get,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're tired, you'll sleep. Yeah,
0: exactly yeah I kind of wonder about november i'm like they're they're ultra runners they'll be all right they've been through worse you know they'll adapt
1: yeah. and overcome that's what they do yeah well man uh so I, well, i'm I'm excited to see that you know especially um it's it's closer to to us here you know um you know mm-hmm. our our area of the world you don't have people yeah. don't have to go as far and uh so man I, i'm definitely going to be uh going to be watching and and you know as things develop and uh and and looking to see what that buckle's going to look like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I'll make sure to tag you as soon as I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's also going to be you know it's going to be affordable. That's a, that was one of our mm-hmm. uh, big goals with this race, is to make it a little bit more affordable. You know, uh, the, and I'll admit that logistically Moab and those races, yeah, are totally different story. Yeah. So I yeah. get it. You know, and yeah. I'll, I'll pay pay it for those races because they're worth it to me,
3: but yeah uh,
0: it is hard you know to, mm-hmm. to come up with that for a lot of people um uh, so ours is about the third a third the price of the typical
3: mm-hmm. no
0: repetition mm-hmm. to
1: pilot. Uh, yeah, yeah i did i did see that and that's another that's huge for people that want to go out and 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 you know cover the distance and um mm-hmm. and because yeah you're right it is it, it costs a lot to put them on but it's a big financial commitment i know this yeah. you know yeah. and uh so yeah um so no, that's that's another another big plus, another thing that I saw that that's that's like another reason my antenna went up. I'm like, yeah, it's affordable. It's <laughs> it's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, well, um, so yeah, definitely going to be looking at that. What you know, and see, seeing how how that unfolds. But then you've got um you've got Coca Dona coming up, man.
0: Yeah, yep, I wanted, to, you know, I did two forty so except 250 yeah you know? so let's do a, <laughs> come on, a hot
1: 240 to a hot 250 let's get it yeah
0: i'm never gonna get good at a distance i'm just gonna just
1: go oh man yeah. so um yeah so you almost dehydrated on on a moab but now you're gonna <laughs> you go yeah. Just crank her up and up, yeah yeah let's crank it up so you, you're excited about it man oh
0: yeah i'm very excited about it. actually enough cancel i was in it last year okay i, mean, okay, I didn't know there, i had to cancel um uh, because my dog ended up having spine surgery. So I stayed home. Oh, okay. Uh, our, our dogs are like our kids. So. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't get to do it last year. So it's been a long time coming. And it's been on my mind for two years now. Um, but I'll take yeah. more water this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if there's another section first day. It's almost 20. like identical to Moab on the first day, except for a harder, lot, a lot harder. Harder. Uh, but There's a spot that's like 22 miles mm-hmm. without water, and people yeah. were taking. I, I talked to a couple of people that did it, and people were taking six liters last year and running out of water because it was what over
1: six, six liters, dude. That's mm-hmm. that's that's a heavy pack It, it yeah, takes
2: people between time. nine to 12 hours to finish that section, yeah, because so it's first, so cheap.
0: The first 50k of that race has 10,000 feet elevation. Gain. <laughs> there's not a lot of that's 50Ks crazy. but that after 10,000, 10, then you got 200 and Twenty miles to
1: together who yeah. well when and when you look like you when know, you got people like mike mcknight who who had to you know that's right. that shows how i mean that's a tough that's a
2: tough mm-hmm. race yeah <laughs> it is yeah
1: no
3: that's We're cool excited. i'm excited
2: so, yeah. Yeah. i love planning i'm like a planaholic so i love the logistics of these kinds of races like i yeah. have spreadsheets and Print oh, out and oh, this is like my life. She's I need to get. <laughs> I don't like doing that crap, so I just
1: let her it. <laughs> I need to get you to talk to my wife because she does. I have to hand. I hand her a binder with all the things, and oh, you know, I make and, the binder. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> so doesn't I, even know
3: what it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I I I I lay all that out, and I was like, just be here around this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh man. No man. I, well, i I'll, I'll definitely be following you uh during that. Awesome. I love the way they. Uh, um, man, they really stepped it up with, with the drones oh, with and everything game. else. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be yeah. at, I know him look at it. Oh, did I lose you? Uh Oh, well, I guess we're going to have to get you guys back in. All right. So we just had uh technical, whatever. I don't know what just happened, but <laughs> we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, anyway, but coca uh, I'll definitely be looking forward to follow, following along, man, and seeing what you got, uh, um, just, you know, Hey, so I got, I'm going to ask this cause I, I don't want you to look past it mentally, but you know, uh, w- what are you thinking after Coca-Dona?
0: I would, uh, and I've told Casey about it a bunch of times it comes down to being able to afford it a little bit, but I would love to do the triple crown. I know that's on your list too, but I would love to do the 200 mile triple crown. I don't even know if I'll do many more hundred milers. I just love the dynamic of the 200 mile race that yeah. they're it's almost like an adventure rather than a race you know you're yeah. out there for so long and yeah. it just brings a whole different mental aspect to the whole yeah. thing because you're, you're going to be destroyed so many different times in that mm-hmm. race you have so much stuff to overcome the sleep deprivation is just an uh, entirely another factor to deal with you know uh, yeah and i love the interaction with having the crew going you know she has so many cool stories about hilarious stories about one of the best things about moab was just hearing all their uh stories when i was done (laughs)
2: yeah we had an adventure too yeah Yeah.
1: it's hard to get around that area man oh my
2: god reception
1: and it's yeah yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, triple crown and then just finding races that um are are harder you know yeah. tour de gions has always been kind of a dream race too you know
1: yeah Nice, yeah, it's 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 um I don't know, it's 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 to find that. Um, somebody said when I first did a 200 at Tahoe, and he's like, you know, was it tough? Yeah, it was tough, it was it scrubbed me pretty raw, but I'm like, I could have still gone further, you know. It's like, yeah, if yeah. the finish line I was a little further, I could have gone further if i had <laughs> yeah. to, you know. It's like, though, <laughs> you, if you'd asked me at the time, <laughs> yeah.
0: Tahoe but, looks amazing. Uh, did, did you love Tahoe?
1: Oh, it, it was. Yeah. You, you, you'll love it, man. It's beautiful. I'm looking forward to going, I'm, I'm going back this year and we're doing it their normal route. We did it clockwise the year. I, right? it was the fifth year. So they did the opposite direction. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to doing it the normal direction. The
2: normal way. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, um, it was canceled while, you know, last year when I was mm-hmm. supposed to do it. So, um, so I was like, yeah. are
2: you, are you doing all three of this year?
1: No, no, just, just no. going to do Tahoe. Uh, and then I've got to get, get some redemption to get at some others. So we're going yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, so I, I'm, that's kind of what I'm training for now. And, um, uh, just really excited about it. Um, thinking about, you know, I pushed myself pretty hard doing it last time, but this time I'm going to kind of uh, record part of the 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 race and enjoy yeah. the journey and and mm-hmm. kind of just kind of log it for uh yeah. you know yeah. for me and for I don't know whoever wants to watch somebody dying on a mountain, <laughs> 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 but uh Lots I think of
2: people I, will watch that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> people, yeah. they
1: like watching corners, like watching a train. I wreck.
0: Watching <laughs> people suffer. It's yeah, great. exactly. Why, so, I, why I direct these races?
1: yeah exactly. um, so anyway, that's kind of gonna be my focus this year, and I'm just really looking forward to it so um uh the the one thing about doing putting on the cowboy two hundred though man is you can't run your own race or, or at least not at first, you know it, it might be yeah. you might be able to get it to that point, but man yeah. you, you know
0: let Maybe you year I'll let him I don't think I ever could either because I just. I would be too worried about what's going on with the race. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think I could ever do that. But I told Casey after we were done going through all those towns last weekend that man, I would love to run this race. And I didn't think that I really would going into it because it's totally flat. It's not my kind of race. Yeah, I like the mountain stuff. Yeah, uh, but after we went through all those towns and talked to the people in those communities, i like, I would run this race every year because it's cheap enough that I could do it, and it's close enough to home
1: yeah it's mm-hmm. awesome to put on a, like i mean the, you're putting on a race that that you would enjoy you know what i mean and yeah. and, and yeah. uh so i don't know maybe, maybe you know it's it's your baby but maybe one year you know she, she'll she'll handle the baby while you run it yeah you guys while you run. All, yeah your yeah, baby yeah. your babysit yeah <laughs> uh, um so uh like i said we, we, had, we had a lot to talk about because as i'm as i was you know uh I saw the cowboy. And then uh, of course I, I friended you on, on, uh, on Facebook and I was just poking around and I was like, what is this nutrition stuff going on? And I'm like, Oh, check this out. Um, because yeah, I, obviously we talked a little bit about it. Uh, I've had some nutrition issues and <laughs> at some of the races and stuff. So, um, tell me a little bit about, about what you got going on there. And we hadn't even really talked about your, your background, um, you know, education wise and everything, but tell me, you know, What's up? What's up? What's going on there?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, me and the wife, it was probably about two or three years ago. We both ended up getting our master's degrees in uh, nutrition. We are in holistic nutrition, mine in clinical nutrition. Nice. And uh, Mike, spark to go back to school is actually during my first 50 mile race, you know, because I never wanted to, I always wanted to get into nutrition, you know, um, but I, I didn't think I was necessarily smart enough to pass biochemistry and those kind of classes, you yeah, know, yeah. but during that 50 mile race at about mile 45, I'm like, it's not harder than this, I promise you, <laughs> yeah. you know, because this is terrible and I can definitely sit behind the computer and study. Yeah. if I if I can do this. So that, that kind of gave me the boost. And that's kind of why one of the reasons that the sports kind of changed my life in a positive way. But anyway, got got the degrees. And our original plan was to just open up a nutrition consultation business together and just kind of help people with nutrition problems. Uh, and I kind of wanted to focus on endurance athletes and she kind of wanted to do a little bit of everything. Uh, but I think it was my last semester mm-hmm. in, in school that we're like, let's, I started looking at some of the supplements out there for endurance athletes and noticed that not necessarily any of them were geared specifically towards ultra endurance athletes and the ultra runners and stuff. Yeah. And then there, and there is some different stuff in, in there to think about. Um, but then also just kind of noticed that. None of them were optimally dosed and stuff like that. In in my opinion, yeah, uh, didn't really line up to what the scientific literature was saying was was the best. And so we're like, let's give this a try, because it could be something that we could do and kind of live our dreams at the same time of traveling around and yeah, uh, and to be our own bosses. Uh, you know, our goal, one of our biggest goals in life, was to do all the
2: a triple crown of long trails
0: through hiking through hiking long nice yeah boy that's come up a lot in
1: my in conversations lately uh anyway i just at work yesterday i was talking with somebody Is like if i didn't have to work no not a doubt in my mind i would have i'd be on the at or the pct Mm -hmm. (laughs)
3: they're all
2: starting this time of year
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh man anyway sorry but yeah no that's that's so yeah this is uh so you started exploring it huh
0: yeah, exactly. And we just came out with a couple different products. We just got our products last June. Uh, one's a recovery product and one's just uh, a daily endurance uh, supplement, you know. And uh, if you want to know more about them, you can get on ultraburstsupplements.com. It uh, tells you all about them there.
3: Okay. Uh,
0: we're, we're coming out with uh, yeah. endurance fuel. It's okay. called Proxima C and we should have that here in a few months and we're really looking forward mm-hmm. to that one i actually got a chance to use that one at the at uh cactus, cactus Ridge time gra- yeah, yeah cactus, cactus Roulette Roulette. time grace that i did not too long ago and i've always been notorious for stomach issues i can <laughs> i do pure liquid when i run okay. for the most part during moab i did some solids because i sat for a little longer at eight stations but my hundreds I gotta do liquids, otherwise um, my stomach gets really upset. I get bloated very easily and stuff yeah. like that. And so that was really the goal with Proxima C was trying to, to figure out how to make the best no expense spared supplement is kind of yeah. how we describe it. Because with I've all our that. stuff, we're like we're going to we're going to formulate it to where we think it's the best, and we're not going to care at all what it costs necessarily. And I understand that it's going to cost more for the consumer as well. If you're going to do it that way. Yeah. But we just uh, aren't willing to cut any corners on it. Manufacturers have told us. Uh,
2: It'd be a lot that, cheaper if you use this ingredient yeah, instead. well like
0: maybe should, mm-hmm. It's going to be really expensive if you do that. I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's going to be expensive. Then we're going to use the best, yeah, uh, the best stuff. So Proxima CS cyclic dextrin as the main source of fuel and it's the easiest carbohydrate on your gut of of any of them there's barely any more gastrointestinal issues than taking cyclic dextrin compared to just plain water okay it also is uh compared to like fructose and dextrose and maltodextrin uh it actually the studies show that it it needs to improve time to exhaustion and lower perceived effort and stuff Mm. like that the thing is with it uh reason most companies don't
1: really use that in their fuels is because it's about five times the price. Of <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, gotcha, man. So, uh, so that sets that apart. The the other, cause I did, I did, you know, start reading and stuff. You're your, the other products. What sets those apart, you know, from, uh, and, and I'm, I'm very interested in this. And when you get your, the fuel out, I'm going to, I'm going to have to try it because, because yeah. I've had, you know, stomach issues too. And my fastest races have been where, um, my best races have been where I've I've been liquid based, you know, nutrition mm-hmm. and, and uh, electrolytes. And then I've supplemented a little bit, but that was my base. And, and, you know, my stomach was happy until I just couldn't, I mentioned tailwind earlier. And until I just couldn't, my palate, I just can't take it anymore. It was after yeah. Tahoe. I, I drank it all for Tahoe. And I was like, I cannot drink this stuff any longer. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, So anyway, um, yeah, definitely interesting, but what's that, what's that, you know, what what were the things that you found missing that you guys put into, uh, you know, into the daily and the recovery?
0: Yes. Um, So what we found, I mean, I guess the main thing that we saw with most companies, as far as what they were doing Mm -hmm. was that they were creating a ton of different supplements with maybe one or two ingredients in them that you know a lot of them have been shown to be beneficial for endurance exercise and endurance performance and things like that yeah but they were separating them where we just kind of combined them all into t-30 for the daily endurance supplement these are all different things that are going to be beneficial when you take them every day yeah Um, and so that was the main thing with those and then Just the fact that that they're dosed Mm -hmm. appropriately because you'll see a lot of, and I don't don't want to talk bad about any company out there, but like, for example, one of the big names in in endurance nutrition, you'll see uh, like citrulline malates for one example, they have like 500 milligrams of that in one of their. Uh, supplements and it is beneficial for endurance performance you know But the science is pretty clear on that but it's beneficial in amounts of about five grams and over so they literally have one tenth of the amount yeah that is actually beneficial and right i saw just so many instances of this happening when i was in school and i just started re- re- uh, relating everything that i learned to to this and just did a lot of research on it and just tried to build supplements that were uh, unlike anything out there and kind of specific for uh, ultra runners and people who go really far, you know, like in T minus 30, the daily endurance supplement, it's got HMB in it. And then a lot of BCAAs, which are going to really help to prevent excess muscle breakdown Mm -hmm. when you run it which is a big deal in uh, ultra-endurance course, because you're out there for so long and your body will start to catalyze muscle and, and things like that. Uh, so that, that'll help prevent that. And then just things to and of lower the cortisol and uh, you know keep those hormones in check uh, to keep those from getting out of whack that can really lead to uh, overtraining and stuff like that. So uh, as far as our recovery
2: fuel. Uh, the protein in it as good as whey yep
0: yeah. so like the protein and that's a 70 30 blend of uh pea and brown rice protein which gives you a, a profile that an amino acid profile that's almost identical to whey yeah. whey's kind of the gold standard you know right so many people are intolerant to whey yeah uh i am and and so we created a plant protein uh, that has the ma- same amino acid profile. Then we added in glutamine and we added in BCAAs. Uh, and then oh, carnitine nice. is in there, which is really good for um, muscle recovery. We kind of just found everything that would be good for endurance recovery and threw it in there.
1: That's
3: good. Compared
0: to all the other stuff on the market. And we're like, if it's not better, we're going to find a way to make it better.
1: Mm-hmm. that's really cool but man at cause... the same
0: time we want everything everything in there has to be have a really right good safety profile yeah. you know yeah. if we're not going to put anything in there that, that doesn't have a good safety profile first rule is to do no harm so.
1: Well, notice, uh, you're, you're naming all these things. And these are all if you look in my cabinet right now, as as I'm yeah. going through, I'm taking multiple <laughs> points, she's yeah. pointing at him, you know, because, because, okay, I need this, and I need this, I need some more mm-hmm. quarantine, mm-hmm. you know, because we're, 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 we're expecting so much of our bodies, we got to put it back in BCAs, mm-hmm. I have a BCAA drink I have uh, while I'm at work during the day. And, and, you know, so it's just all these things. And, you and when you look at how you buy them all individually, you know it adds yeah. up, dude. So it's like yeah. if you exactly. if you can if you can get it all together and you know here it is, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good, man. I, yeah. yeah,
0: I've got a blog on there. Uh, do a lot of writing of blogs now, but it's called the Pro- Price versus Value, mm. and it kind of breaks down T minus thirty and all the different ingredients that are in there, and then it takes other companies that are just selling all those ingredients by themselves. You know, and yeah. I found the cheapest. The companies that are selling them for the cheapest kind of broke down what it would cost if you bought all those separate compared to just buying T compared to just buying T thirty T 70 dollars. People are like that's extremely expensive yeah. for a daily endurance supplement, and it is. But it, it's really expensive for us, you know. Yeah.
3: Uh,
0: but if you were to buy those separately from other people, it'd be over.
1: Yeah, yeah. Make sure and send me those those links uh, so I can put them in the show notes so people can can yeah. check it out. And um,
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely interested. And in, and in, uh, so w- when did you say the um the the fuel's coming out? The race fuel?
2: Hopefully soon. We're just waiting on them now. We've got everything finalized. We're waiting on the manufacturers. We've just signed off on the supplement facts. So hopefully we're a month or so away.
0: Okay. Yeah, a lot of testing. A lot of testing. Yeah. Gluten pre-testing and uh, dairy free testing and uh, they have to do the NLEA, which is the supplement facts panel on there to test for that. Everything's really backed up right now, you yeah. know, yeah. everywhere. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's taken way longer than what we want. And we're picky. To, we're yeah. really picky. picky.
2: Yeah. We're so picky. I'm sure they want to kill us. But. <laughs> yeah.
1: but hey, but that's good to hear, man. You know, cause this is, these are things that you know, people are going to be ingesting and and trusting, yeah. and, and so right, um, and
2: it's going to have our names on it. Oh, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're like we're making supplements that would be our dream supplements, and yeah. they're supplements that if we could have supplements that we could take every single day for free, these are exactly what they that what we would want. And
1: yeah. you know, mm-hmm.
0: that, that was kind of our approach mm-hmm. to it. Nice.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. It's better than, like, eh, we just, you know, yeah, just. <laughs> you
0: tell us. Yeah.
2: A lot yeah. of, like, a lot of manufacturers will make the profiles for you and tell you mm-hmm. what to put in it, but they don't know. They don't put all the research into how it's going to relate to ultra endurance sport. Yeah. And what's best for them. Like, they were trying, like, they'll try to use an ingredient and we're like, no, we can't have that because of all these other things and how it could negatively impact Nice. ultra runners, basically. Yeah. So.
0: And they're always looking at things to Yeah.
1: They're trying to cut costs. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Definitely, definitely going to, uh, definitely going to check that out. That's the the always, always, you know, we put so much time in training and and getting ready to do these races and so much money into the races. Why not make sure we're getting the right, uh, nutrition, the right recovery, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. so that we can maximize it. And, you know, we're always going to hit the the, the, the pain cave in the time of suck, but why not minimize some of that if we can yeah. you know? Yeah. Exactly.
3: <laughs> no.
0: And I totally get that supplements aren't for everyone and, and yeah. I'm ne- never trying to put a horse them down anyone's throat or right. anything like that. And I try to make, not even talk about them at a racist because I never want people yeah. to think that that's mm-hmm. what it's about, you know, it's no. no, ah. a totally separate deal.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I find, I just, I find it interesting. And I think, I think the more we're aware of the the tools out there that the products and things that are available, you know, and, you know, and let's, let's be honest, some things that work really well for somebody might not work for someone else yeah. are, are some things that work really well. Like for me, tailwind worked really well until it didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, and, and you mentioned, and uh, I think on one of the talking about your recovery product, you mentioned tailwind, how it was a great, you know, great product. And, you know, um, and but you guys have wanted some more out of it so that's why you created what you did uh that's it's a great recovery pro- you know that part of it i can still take and it's 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 been it was helpful but you know yeah. if if i if i see something better i'm you know see something shiny over here i'm gonna check it out you know oh <laughs> 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 uh, well i uh, man it's been fantastic visiting with you guys um i love love what you've got going on looking forward to uh I'm looking forward to running, you know, some of your races and, and, and just, just watching and see what goes on and dude, I'll be following you hundred percent. Coca-dona and everything, man. Um, you know, rooting for you. I love, I love watching, even I like when we can track people we know from Mm -hmm. afar, man. And just, uh, uh, it's kind of interesting being on the other end. And, uh, when I did Tahoe, it was kind of, it's 2018 and hadn't followed a whole lot of people and so I did it and there were all these people like like watching me it was kind of humbling like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. you know and people texting my wife and stuff and then so when I'm on the other end it gives perspective it's like man I I slept like a few nights and they're still running it's
2: weird
3: yeah definitely
1: yeah
0: it was overwhelming how much support I got with uh, Moab like all this it took me hours to read all the messages and stuff Mm -hmm. and it was crazy yeah people that I didn't even know too you know I love and it. The friends mm-hmm. and stuff like
1: that I, um, yeah
0: awesome. do you still plan on doing the triple crown
1: um i think i think that because of the way things went last year with uh tahoe being canceled i think that ship may have sailed uh mm-hmm. with with me being able to take the time off of work because mm, i was yeah. all geared up and it was kind of a special because it, it was postponed <laughs> and then it was then last year went to um yeah. so um so I, I think I'll have to do them individually. So, um, yeah. but um, with all you know, with all these other races popping up and stuff, I might be able to make my own uh, my own triple you crown, go. you know. <laughs> That's so,
3: right.
1: That's right. yeah. So, so we'll see. Um, but, um, but uh, th- I, this year I've kind of um, I've got got a uh, quite a few races lined up after. Like Tahoe is going to be my, you know, a race, and then I've got some a uh, few hundreds after that uh, once I recover. Um nice. and I just just signed up for the Lake Murray run in South uh, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. That's one that looked cool. It was yeah. on my radar, and I was like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> so then mm-hmm. a few others. So um yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun uh fun end of the year, and then you know take a break. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> so. But, uh, well, man, uh, thank y'all so much for, for, for taking the time, dude, It's was, it was good to get to know uh, both of you. And I'm sure, I'm sure we'll see you guys at races, see you at your races, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, hopefully our paths will cross and, uh, definitely yeah. want to get out there and run, run some Kansas trails. And then, uh, you know, uh, my wife, she's not listening Nebraska, uh, trail. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we'll, we'll see.
2: So just tell her that it'll be really easy for her to crew that race. Yeah, I think so.
0: You only got one chance to get this buckle,
1: on me. Yeah, I think she said, if you do that one, you might be on your own. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we'll see, though.
0: She always says yeah.
1: that.
0: <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Well, we appreciate yeah, you having us on there. Definitely. I was a little nervous about this whole deal, but I started listening to your podcast when, uh, when I was walking a little bit and running uh, this last week. And I love it, dude. It's fantastic. I don't usually listen to stuff, but I'm definitely going to start listening to this.
1: Uh, Oh, I appreciate yeah, it, it, man.
0: Easy to talk to, so uh,
1: I love it. Like I said, I love getting to know, uh, getting to know our people, man. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys take care.
2: Thanks. Thanks you too.